This episode is brought to you by Indie Insights. Indie Insights is our bi-weekly newsletter and love note to the film industry, movies, and the creatives that make them, not to mention you, our esteemed listeners. Inside, you'll find curated industry trends, articles, exclusive commentary, and underappreciated films from filmmakers like yourselves worldwide. And the best part is that it's completely free. So sign up today at www.bonsai.film forward slash subscribe. It takes just a few seconds. And once you sign up, you'll get our next newsletter on Friday morning. It's that simple. Go to www.bonsai.film forward slash subscribe to get Indie Insights, our bi-weekly newsletter, and join a network of film creatives just like yourself. That's www bonsai.film forward slash subscribe to get indie insights for free. This is Mistakes in the Making. My name is Kaylee Bailey, and I'm here to talk about mistakes. Uh, a recent mistake that I could point to in my directing and writing career uh, is around a short film that I did called The Wasp. And I partnered with a production company in Nashville, a great production company called Five Stone Studios. And we partnered on the production and the story and the script, and uh, we got really far into it, shot it, made it into post. And once we finished the edit, we looked at the amount of VFX shots, the type of VFX shots and how that would affect the budget. And it just was way too expensive. And every quote we were getting, we we're like, Oh, this is a lot more than we bargained for. And so we kind of went back to the drawing board on how do we accomplish this story without sacrificing some of the spectacle of the short visually and I was very stubborn about how that had to be done. And the opening premise is a World War II plane, a female pilot. We had all these bells and whistles of like, we rigged this like World War II functional plane. We had our after in the plane and she delivered her lines on camera and it was great. And I was very adamant that like, that was the selling point of the short film. We had to keep that. My manager uh, watched one of our first cuts and was like, you know, I actually think you could lose the whole first two minutes of her talking on the radio in the plane, just get rid of it and cut it way, way down. And it can be like 30 seconds. She's mid crash. And then we're into the, we're into the, the film. And I was really adamantly against that because I wanted the spectacle. I wanted the plane in the air and I wanted Randa, our actress to like be able to act in the air and show all that stuff. And like, it's cool. We rigged this plane. It's just like Dunkirk. And, um, so the production company, instead of us doing visual effects or anything, I was like, I will pay for it and we'll just go down to Georgia and we will reshoot all of this opening in such a way that it won't require heavy VFX and it'll be cheaper for post. I'll take the brunt of the financial hit because I want the story to be exactly as I have it in my head. And sometimes it's a good thing, but sometimes you have to 
know when to pick your battles. And when you're self-funding a short film, you can sacrifice some of your vision when it requires a sacrifice of you financially as an individual. And, and just for the story itself, it worked better to be shorter, but I couldn't see that at the time because I was just dead set on my vision and the spectacle. And we rigged cameras in the planes and we have to use that footage. And we went, reshot it. I cut it into the movie. We showed it. it looked great, but it drags in the opening. And so ultimately like a year later, which was recently, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back and look at the wasp and cut it down in the opening. Let's just see what happens. And uh, my girlfriend, who is an ed- a trailer editor, had cut a promo trailer for the opening, like when we first were releasing the short film, putting it in festivals and things. And I was like, I'll just take that little teaser, which is 30 seconds or something, and put it at the front of the short film and then just cut to the first scene. And it works so much better than my original edit. And I was like pissed about that because I had put a lot of effort, a lot of time, a lot of money everybody had, and it worked better as my manager said that it would, which was shorter and snappier. And we still got to show some cool plain stuff, but it didn't drag in the opening. You didn't need all the expositional elements that I was putting in the opening. Um, and so I would say that was a mistake in my career that I wouldn't say is detrimental, but it is something that I took and have brought into uh, the development of my first feature, which we're in post on right now. And having that experience taught me and allowed me to hold everything very loosely. And even though that was a passion project, which I think carries a little bit of different weight in our souls as filmmakers, we're much less inclined to make sacrifices if this is something we've had in our hearts and souls for a long time. But even if you do have that story just in your DNA, um, you still need to hold it loosely and do whatever best serves the story, not necessarily what you see in your head. And so that has allowed me to be, uh, very loose and brave with my cuts on this movie. And there are moments that I'm like, I, I like this scene, but do we need it? Can we cut this? And every once in a while, my editor is like, whoa, I don't know if we can cut this. And then we have a dialogue about it. Can we cut it? Should it stay? Should it go? Does it serve the story? Does it move us forward? Does it halt the story? Does it slow it down? And being able to do that without me as a director thinking, ah, but that's like a whole location that we're going to cut. And that's like a really cool shot that we're going to lose. And I love this transitional beat and that's just not going to be in the movie anymore. And we went through so much to get that specific shot. And you have to kind of lay all of that aside and let your ego, like let the air out of the balloon of your ego and just look at purely what works and what doesn't almost as if you weren't the person that was directing on set. You have to be like, reset your brain. Everything that happened on set happened on set. You shot it, you did it. Do you need it now that you're in post? And being able to be objective about the hard cuts that need to happen is a big lesson I learned from that mistake. So I guess it wasn't really a mistake, just a lesson in the making that was also expensive. So don't make that same mistake. 
if you want to see any of my work or see that teaser for The Wasp, uh, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at where is Kaylee Bailey. And then Kaylee is spelled K-A-L-I. Uh, thank you so much for watching and listening. You've been listening to Mistakes in the Making. If you have your own mistake that you've made while in the film industry and you want to let others know so they don't make the same mistake, reach out to us at contact at bonsai.film and we'll take it from there. You can also reach out to us on social media at underscore bonsai creative on Instagram and Twitter. And you can search for us on YouTube and Facebook by searching for bonsai creative. You can also visit our website where we have industry insights and links to all of our podcasts and so much more at www.bonsai.film. And thank you for listening.